Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. Sometimes God uses people I don't approve of. He probably uses people you don't approve of at times. To tell the truth, there are times I don't approve of myself and I wonder how God could ever use me. Today, I want to tell you about a Christian who was sent by God to pray for somebody of whom he certainly did not approve. Acts chapter 9 relates the story of the conversion of Saul of Tarsus, who is known now to us as the great Apostle Paul. Saul had been a vicious opponent of the faith of Jesus Christ. After Stephen was killed in Jerusalem, Luke tells us that Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. The disciples of Jesus were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria, and they went everywhere preaching the word. This persecution only served to spread the gospel of Christ. But God had plans for Saul. His plan was to radically turn his life around, and that's exactly what happened. Saul was traveling from Jerusalem to Damascus with letters from the high priest authorizing him to arrest anyone he found who was following the way of Jesus. Suddenly, a blinding light shone down from the sky, and Saul was knocked to the ground. He then heard a voice speaking to him, Saul, Saul. Why are you persecuting me? It was the voice of Jesus. The direction of Saul's life was changed on the spot. The bright light had made him blind, and so they led him by the hand into the city of Damascus, where he would wait for further instructions from the Lord. Those instructions would come through a man whose name was Ananias. Ananias was a committed follower of Christ who lived in Damascus. God appeared to him in a vision and said, Rise and go to the street called Straight, and at the house of Judas look for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for behold, he is praying. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. Saul? Really? Lord, have you heard about this guy? He's not a nice man. He hates us and is persecuting us. Lord, I think you ought to reconsider this. Now, Ananias didn't say those exact words, but I think they fairly accurately communicate what he was thinking. Just for the record, his exact words were, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. He was probably questioning God's, or he was obviously questioning God's instructions. He wasn't the first. Read about the call of Moses and the call of Jeremiah. But unlike Moses and Jeremiah, Ananias's hesitation wasn't based on a lack of self-confidence, but a tremendous lack of confidence in what God had done in Saul's life on the road. Of course, he wasn't there to witness Saul's conversion, but he could have just trusted that God knew what he was doing. I have to confess at this point that there have been many times in my life when I doubted what God was doing with me or 
Perhaps I doubted that God was involved in my life at all. Maybe he's given up on me and I'm entirely on my own. But no matter what's what's happening, we have to keep reminding ourselves that God does indeed know what he's doing. Moses, who thought he wasn't properly equipped for the work God was calling him to, was used by God in ways that nobody else had been and in many ways nobody else ever was after. And certainly, the history of Paul's life and ministry shows that God knew what he was up to. And I'm sure that Ananias' understanding of the transforming grace of God was greatly enlarged as he witnessed the work of Paul in planting churches and advancing the cause of Christ. One of the greatest prophets in history was Elijah. He saw great victory on Mount Carmel, and, and then when he got a threatening letter from Jezebel, he ran for his life. He said to God, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my father's. He wanted to die, and he thought the work of God on earth would die with him. The king on the throne of Israel was wicked, and the king's wife was even worse. She was sponsoring idolatry in the land. Later on in the cave, Elijah said to God, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. It's all over, Elijah said. But God was not finished. He told Elijah, I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. You would think that as a prophet of God, Elijah would remember the covenant God made with Abraham. Apparently, he thought that was all over, but it was not. God was not finished. It's very easy for us to misunderstand what God is doing. Ananias misunderstood what God was doing in the life of Saul of Tarsus. Elijah misunderstood what God was doing with the nation of Israel that he had chosen. And that last word is the key. God has chosen to work in his own way. And as Paul himself said in Romans 11.33, his ways are past finding out. We usually only see what God was up to long after the fact. So why does God work like this? Why can't he be more transparent? The answer is simple, simple and perhaps obvious. My last two quiet talks have pointed up this vital element in the Christian life. It is faith. God wants us to trust him. He delights in caring for us. Jesus told us not to take any thought for tomorrow because tomorrow would take care of itself. Now, to the average common sense person, this sounds like foolishness. Aren't we supposed to plan for tomorrow? The only answer I can give is the answer Jesus gave. Your heavenly Father knows all your needs. He created you with those needs. But he has instructed us not to give our lives to looking after ourselves, but to give our lives to his kingdom and his righteousness. Such a familiar verse. And so little obeyed. Matthew six thirty three. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. 
Leave management to God. He knows what he's doing. He can see what is ahead. He has made a plan. Trust him. I can promise you that God will carry out his plan in ways we do not expect. When God first made that promise to Abraham, Abraham believed him, but he never dreamed what was going to be involved in the working out of the promise. He never foresaw being told to offer up his son, his only son, as a sacrifice on the altar. In the working out of God's plan in your life, God is going to do unexpected things, and he's going to use unexpected people, often people you don't approve of. Your job is to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Heavenly Father, give us the grace to trust you in all situations, in all circumstances, no matter what happens in our lives, Lord. If we've committed ourselves to Jesus, we have his promise that he will be with us always, that as we trust in him, he will direct our steps. So Lord, help my listeners to give everything into your care, into your plan and your will, Lord God, for we know that you know what you're doing. We pray all this in the powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ, our precious Savior. Amen. My dear friend, we believe that it's God's plan for some of us, my friends and I, to start a new work for the Lord in this connected in New York area. This little church is called Bread of Life Anglican Church. We don't have a building yet, so we are meeting in the American Legion Hall. It's located at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. We meet Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning. And if you don't have a church of your own, then we'd love to meet you. 10 o'clock Sunday, 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. Thank you for praying for us. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. I pray that God will bless you richly.